This is Hanny Mora, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to Hanny Mora, who has joined me today. Hanny is a dad of two beautiful girls, a software engineer, an online marketing coach, and he has helped hundreds of, uh, or he's produced hundreds of videos and podcasts for his clients. And he's also the creator of Simple Video Press and Simple Podcast Press, two WordPress plugins that automate publishing of, yeah, you guessed it, video and podcasts for WordPress sites. And the player you're listening to, if you're listening to this on the website, is actually Simple Podcast Press. So we have the Hanny to thank for that as well. So thank you so much for joining us, Hanny. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Amy. So, hey, did I miss anything? I mean, you're wearing four hats. I, I don't know actually how you're managing all this. <laughs> did I miss anything? I mean, you possibly couldn't have more than that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... I, um... I still kind of in the middle of a transition from uh, you know the online side business to you know hopefully one day making it a full time um, full time online business. But I still do have a I'm a software manager for uh, during the day four days a week. So I'm also got that on my plate. And uh, yeah, time is very precious, very hard to come by. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun, especially in my online world, especially in my software. I, that's to me my focus, my my passion. I, I really enjoy the software a lot, and I've met a lot of people in the process. Now, this is actually interesting. So you have a day job as a software engineer, and you leave your job and you come back and you do more software engineering of sorts. Is mm-hmm. that right? Project yeah, management I mean- to project management. Yeah, it's true. It's exactly like that. I, I manage software <clears throat> during the day. I manage a team during the day, software team. Um, but in the evening, it's no I, evenings and uh, the one day a week that <clears throat> that I'm not doing my day job. Uh, I focus on on this stuff, and it's fun because I get to I get to create more. I get to kind of drive things the way I want to. I get to be more hands on with the customers, listening to their needs, and and just being more on the field, uh, as opposed to just giving a bunch, giving a bunch of tasks, a bunch of requirements, and having to implement them. That's what I do in my day job. I like organize them, plan them, get the team to implement. Here, I get to I get to drive. It's a lot more fun. Now, we, oh, hold on. We have we have to rewind this back. Let's go back in the years of Hanny Mora. Uh, did you always want to to do engineering? Did you always want to have your own business? Was this a goal of young Hanny? Um, having my own business, I would say not initially. Uh, to me, I went to school, I got a computer electrical engineering degree and, you know, just go to school, get a degree, a university degree, and then go get a job. That was kind of the the typical path. 
starting my own business was something that kind of just, I got that itch a little bit later after I started working for a couple of years. Now, did you, did you enjoy, was, was being an engineer, you said it was a typical path, but was that a path you wanted? Yeah, I've always, I was always good at solving problems. I okay. like solving problems was my thing and engineering is, to me, it's all about solving problems. So yeah, engineering was, especially with computers, that was always been what got me excited and I, uh, yeah, that was always computer engineering. I knew that, you know, later on in high school that I wanted to do computer engineering. But after that, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I just assumed I'll get a job and that would be it. So, so how did you stumble into, and I'm, I, if I remember correctly, Simple Video Press was, was what came out before Simple Podcast Press. Yes, that's right. That was around 2013. But even before that, back, like backtrack to 2009, that's when I first kind of got exposed to online. Like, what is this online thing? What is, what is, what is an online business? How can I, like, how can I have the whole world as an audience, like potentially the whole world, an audience in front of me? What is, how do I use this internet? You know, what is, what's going on? And how, that's how I got into a buddy of mine, a good friend of mine, actually from university. Um, I'm not sure how he, he stumbled across it, but he started blogging earlier in 2009 and he got onto WordPress because it was most, the simplest platform. And, he just started writing content and and just kind of building a following. And he said, "This is this is fun." He goes, "You'll be good at it. You're a good teacher. Um, you know, you, you know, back then, uh, even now. I mean, video. He always knew that video was something I always liked. I enjoyed teaching. I would always help him. I helped him get set up on YouTube and uh, oh, wow. back in 2009. And he was like, "Wow, it's driving so much traffic." We did a little bit of SEO, and so. I just, my whole philosophy is keep things simple when it comes to technology so you don't feel overwhelmed. Yeah. So, yeah, he goes, you know, you've got a knack for this. You got a, you got a good, you have a good skill where you can take something complex and make it simple, make it simple to digest and simple to implement. He goes, you should blog about this. And I said, oh, okay, what's a blog? <laughs> so he introduced me to WordPress and I was very tech, like I'm actually a lot more technical than him. So once he showed me WordPress and I saw the potential and I got used to the, how content management system works, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. So I started a video blog uh, late in 2009. So did and, your engineering mind just kind of see the potential of what this could do, see what uh, you were helping your friend, the, the issues he was having, and kind of start just analyzing each, your your inner self just was like, Beep, bop, bop. This is what needs to happen. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, back that was that was more uh, a couple of years later. Yeah, I kind of kicked in engineering mode. This was almost like a way to disconnect from engineering mode, like something I enjoyed doing, which was video. I was like, you know, I can teach people, and in engineering, you're not. I don't know. I don't find myself teaching a lot with my team, the younger people. I you know, I work with them and I coach them a little bit, but I'm not really teaching somebody something that I'm really excited about, which was video. So this was a good way to kind of not do engineering almost. It's almost like, you know, in the evenings or on the weekend, I would, you know, I just shoot a video and it was fun. I get to edit video and make videos and put them on YouTube and put them on my site. And yeah, like it was a lot of fun. So I didn't know where I was going with it. Like it was just kind of a hobby in the sense. I just produce content. And I was always told, you know, build an email list, make sure you have an opt-in somewhere. So I signed up for one of the email services, GetResponse. And, you know, just just 
did it, not knowing where it's going to go, where it's going to lead, but I did that in 2009. And so did you just keep, I, I, I feel like you, you created a, um, another tutorial of sorts. Yeah, but I went from just kind of video tutorial, like my blog, I kind of made a video course that was kind of like my, my free gift, my free opt-in to help people get started with video and how to rank their videos better on, on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. people kind of, that was a thing, even it's still a thing now, I guess, but and what's it called? very popular. No, it's just, an, it's just, um, I don't really have a name for it, to be honest with you. If you just go to easy online video tips, which is my blog. Um, there's an opt-in box somewhere on there that'll pop up and it's just a little mini course. It's just a free course just to get people on my email list. And, uh, people, you know, I got a lot of great feedback because people said, Hey, people told me exactly what I, like what my friend was telling me, you, you, you got a good, you have a good way of explaining complicated things and making them simple. You're downplaying it, but yeah, it is a, it is a helpful site. Yeah, it's it's I, I enjoyed it and I was I was having fun with it towards I mean it hasn't updated in a couple of years. I've been focusing more on the software in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But one of my latest posts, I still I still latest video, I still get a lot of comments on it. Like um people I, I went out for a jog one day with something I don't do. I don't really jog. Actually, I don't jog, period. <laughs> <laughs> so one day it was like middle of winter here in uh, Toronto and and I was like I don't know. I just got this urge to jog. I don't know why. So I just went out for a jog and it was like cold and I bundled up. Anyway, long story short, I came, I, I was huffing and puffing after like 30 seconds. Like, I'm pretty sure that's normal. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, I was cold. I wasn't prepared. So I don't know. I came back and I was like, wow, I learned a couple of lessons during my jog. You know, be prepared. And I forget the second lesson was. But anyway, I came up, I came back outside. I got my little camera. I had like a little selfie stick. Before they even called it a selfie stick, actually, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> um, anyway, so you were ahead this, of your time. I was ahead of my time. Yeah, I was. Uh, so I put my iPhone on there and I just recorded myself outside, kind of walking in the snow and kind of talking about two lessons that I learned jogging, and I kind of tied them into video marketing. And I, I get a lot of people love that video because it's so different. And, and yeah, anyway, I was, the whole point was I was starting to have even more fun with it uh, near the end. But I didn't know where I was going with it. And that kind of frustrated me in the background. I was I knew I was growing my email list, but I didn't know how to make a business out of this email list or out of this whole video, <clears throat> the video thing. I mean, I started doing video editing for a few clients. Uh, started with family and kind of got referred to other people. And the word spread that I can do video editing. And I would do it, but I didn't enjoy it as much. Okay. It was time consuming. It took a lot of time. And well, yeah, video editing isn't easy. Yeah, it's not easy and it takes time. And and I was like, no, this is not quite where I want to be. You know, I'll do it for now, and but it's not it's not my end game. And then one day, it's it just hit me like I was sitting there like, you're a software guy. Like I'm a software guy. I like doing software, and you're a video guy. Why don't you create a software for a video? And I was like, ding. <laughs> you had so a light bulb moment. Sense. Light bulb. Literally, I was like, wow, why? That was so obvious, but it, it wasn't that obvious. Anyway, it was, it just hit me that one day and I was like, I just felt good about it. Like, this is where I want to be. Like, this is what I want to, this, this sounds like where I should be. And so I, I got excited and I, I didn't know what I was going to build. That was the thing. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that was the right path for me is to venture into software and combine it with video and video marketing and 
kind of growing your your uh, your audience or your get more leads for your business. So tying that all in together, I knew that's what I wanted, and I, I even though I didn't know what it was, I knew that's what like what space I wanted to be in. So it sounds like you had that lightning moment, but it wasn't a waste um, with the things you've done previously. You kind of used that to build on this, if anything else. Yeah, exactly. Like those years of blogging just helped me open my eyes to kind of what people need, what their needs are. You know, I send out a few surveys of what people are frustrated with, with video and what they want to learn more about. So definitely things that I did back in 2009 definitely led me to where I am now. And, and so not... did the very next day after this light bulb moment, is that when uh, Simple Video Press uh, came about? Um, I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but I, definitely not the next day. Like it took me, it took me some time. I can't remember exact dates, but it took me some time to come up with the idea. And I was, I researched by sending out a survey to my email list. I didn't mm -hmm. have a huge email list, maybe around a thousand or so, or just <laughs> under a thousand or 700 at the time. And, um, but they were pretty engaged because I was posting regularly back then. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I asked for, you know, what are the biggest frustrations? If you had a magic wand, what kind of software would you wish you had? And you know, those kind of common questions to kind of get some feedback. I got some feedback, but I didn't learn. I didn't get something concrete that I can mm -hmm. grab onto. Anyway, and then one day I kind of looked at my process, like my publishing workflow for my blog. And I said, which part do I hate the most? And I found that it was one of the parts that didn't take so long, but it was kind of annoying was... After, after I upload a video to YouTube and research the title and, and optimize it for SEO and a description, do all the SEO and a description, research the keywords, um, then I'd got to go back to my WordPress site and copy and paste the title, copy and paste the description, and change it a little bit, and embed the video, copy the embed code. So that process of taking the video off of YouTube, putting it on my blog, that was one thing I, I sometimes I'd go a couple days without even doing it. Like You would just avoid it no i think i just like the process to get a video up edited produced and uploaded took a lot of energy and once i got it up there i was like oh okay i'm done like mentally i said oh i'm done i said oh no i'm not i gotta make a wordpress i gotta make the most important page which is the page on my site where right I want people to watch it um so i would kind of kind of delay it like subconsciously i was like this is something so mind-numbing that i don't know I don't, know, I don't know what it was, but it just took five to 10 minutes, but it was just annoying every time I had to do it. So that's where that was, that was my first area I focused on. I said, if I can automate that step, that would be awesome. Uh, so I started researching on if that's even technically possible, and it was. And then I was like, all right, good. This is a problem, and there's a solution for it. Let's, you know, let's build this thing. That's usually the best way to do things, find a problem and, and get a solution to something. Yeah, and I looked within like my own my own self or my own workflow. What how can I help automate? This is one thing I would like to do is automate things. I think a lot of maybe it's the engineering in me or the laziness in me. Just I like to automate as much as I can. Well, as someone who benefits from the fact that uh your simple podcast press automates a lot of the things I don't want to do, I appreciate that. That's good. That's good. Um, so yeah, so I, that was simple video press back in 2013 and, um, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of learning that had to go on because it was my first software that I was launching on myself. 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm a software guy, like software, you know, I took software engineering, computer engineering, but you know, WordPress was something new to me and my skills were more in managing. Like I was becoming more in a management side, managing project managing. Sure. So I said, you know what? I, you know, just be realistic. If I want to get this out the door. I got to get some help. I can't do this all myself. So I got to you know, get someone who's good at WordPress to help me code it up. And, and you know, that was a process of its own. A lot of learning, a lot of ups and downs there. Um, but once we kind of got over that hump and we, fi- I found somebody to keep me going, like to really be stable and, and work with me really well, then uh, that they went by pretty fast. So you pretty much had this idea, this passion. Um, you found a, a calling for yourself. And when you realized you probably couldn't do it all, you should, I mean, you probably could do this by yourself if you wanted. It just would have taken longer, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have taken way longer because I had to learn the WordPress from a developer's point of view, learn the, the, the programming scripting language. Like, like it, a, lot of, a lot of things to learn. Uh, so you still, you reached out and got help and that didn't make anything worse. If anything, it made it better, right? It made it better at the end. In the beginning, it was a little bit hard. To find that person was a little bit hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because you got to find the right person, right? You got to find the right person. And and I had trouble with the first person that I, that I hired, that I paid. And you feel like you're throwing money away. You're not, <laughs> you're not seeing any results. And you're like, okay. Um, it's funny. Cut. Yeah, I, I've, I've had those growing pains. Yeah. So it happens. It happens. But it's all it's okay. Like, you know that it's discouraging, though. Like, I got to say, like, some days I was like, you know, why, why am I doing this? Like. This is a lot tougher than I thought. Like the initial excitement died down, and because I was struggling with getting the right developer to help me build my idea, and then you start doubting yourself. Ah, oh, no one's gonna buy. Why were you spending all this money getting it developed? And, okay, no. And then, now I have to ask. You, you spend all this money. You're having doubts. What keeps you going? I don't know. I think perseverance. Maybe perseverance, but. Just I look at the idea again, and I was like, and then I get excited again. Like I mean, put put aside all the uh, obstacles that are in the way, but you go back to your initial idea. Like hey, this is, like this is awesome. This is gonna help me. I'm, sh- I'm hopefully at this point I haven't done a lot of the research yet, but hopefully this will help other people. Um. So, but once you kind of start seeing, uh, like once I start seeing results, like once I got rid of the first developer and I hired another one. And we start seeing the pieces come together. Then it was like, you know, it all made sense. Like you get all excited again. Like it's so, if you get, once you have that excitement, you know, you're on the right path. It's something you feel inside. Can you just, so, so that's interesting that you say it that way. And the fact that you, in your journey to get simple video press put together, uh, you faced some obstacles, you had to get help. Uh, you tried to get help. It didn't work out as well as you'd wanted. You had to get someone else. And then you had doubts because here you are spending money. Uh, didn't work out. So some of that money essentially was wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still continued. And then you see a little bit of the fruits of your labor. Can you describe yeah. what that's like? It's... I'm trying to find the words to describe it. It's like that excitement like in your in your gut like it's a deep inside feeling once you start seeing a vision that you had Mm -hmm. then you see it on paper then you see a tool that's starting to do some of the pieces that you had in that vision 
it's just an amazing feeling. Like it's like, wow, like from a concept of, from just an idea in your head to actual software doing something. Did you, you also feel validation? Uh, at that point, maybe a little bit, but the validation came a little bit later when we had a beta, when we got our beta group. But once I had something that's kind of working. Okay. And then we got a beta, we got a beta group. We got 20 people in a beta group and the feedback was just overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly good. And that was like, that was like the real validation that I, that, that whatever problem I was having is this solution is not only for me, it's It's also for these, I think around at least 10 or 12 of those 20 people were really active, really engaged and really giving great feedback and ideas. It was so fun having to share that. I share your idea and your vision with somebody else and they get excited about it. And they get to actually use it and put it to action. So to me, that was where the real validation came. Like, this is real, right? I built something. I created, I had an idea. It came to life. I'm excited about it. Now other people are excited about it. So it just even became, became more real. Like it came more like definitely keep going with this no matter what, what else happens. And, and that's, that's an amazing feeling. And, and I, I'm familiar with that um, of, of having, seeing your work product used by others and seeing the fruits of the labor, so to speak. And, um, yeah, it's very, it's very rewarding. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's not like this is, it was rewarding at that point where to me, the most rewarding part was when I saw other people and I interacted directly with a small group of people mm -hmm. and just the feedback they're getting and, they're just, they were just loving the idea and loving what the software was doing. And to me, that was the most rewarding. We haven't sold it yet. The beta was free for the 20 people, but it wasn't about, it was just about having an idea and, and, and that your idea is helping people and people are, are enjoying it. They're getting value out of it. That's really, really rewarding. And so, you know, you've done this beta, you've obviously it, it went to, um, production essentially and it's live and you're selling it and you get positive feedback then as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was simple video press and simple podcast press. Uh, we got a lot of feedback in the beginning. Um, simple video press was, um, I'm going to say in the beginning because it was my first software, first WordPress plugin. I, you know, I was a bit of a rookie and you know, we made a lot of, you know, rookie mistakes and we learned from them but but it was the first month was hard once we got the first hundred we opened up the doors when i say we is i had a business partner who okay who had the right audience and if we partnered up together i was a technical guy he was the marketing guy we partnered up and actually we're friends now that's how i got into podcasting actually it's a whole separate story he was launching his podcast and at the same time as we were launching simple video press so i learned about podcasting and um, anyway, back to my simple video press. So, um, yeah, so we opened the doors for a hundred people because we wanted to make sure that, you know, there's, if there's something really majorly wrong, we don't want to be supporting thousands of people. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, like that's you know, setting yourself well, up to fail. Yeah. It's our first time. We didn't have the right support people in place yet because this is the first launch. So we did a hundred and a hundred sold out. I think it was like in 24 hours. Now crazy. that's impressive. It was crazy. I mean, like I said, my business partner, uh, he had the right audience for this. So, and he had a big audience that were all YouTube fans, 
who took a lot of his YouTube marketing courses. So it was a good fit. But um, but it was a lot of support, the first, especially the first week. And it's almost like you get all this excitement. You, all right, all right, this is good, it's good. And then the support tickets come in. And you're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> there are things to fix. Yeah. And uh, with WordPress plugins, configuration, different hosting companies, different themes, different uh, other plugins installed, all these things can, can conflict with each other. It's a very unpredictable environment, so it's hard to to get it right the first time. But we learned a lot, and um, definitely applied that in simple video in simple podcast press. About a year later, when we launched Simple Podcast Press, we mm-hmm. were a lot more stable when we now, launched. Now let's talk a little bit about Simple Podcast Press because here's the interesting thing: when you were talking earlier about Simple Video Press, you were doing uh, video editing. Essentially, you had your own videos. Uh, it made sense. Hanny, you don't have a podcast. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I mean, it's just a natural question. I'm sure yeah. you've gotten it before. I've gotten it a lot. Um, yeah. But for someone who doesn't have their own podcast, you've created a player that is great for podcasters. Yeah, and the, the interesting story is, I got into, I got introduced to podcasting, like I mentioned earlier, through my uh, business partner, who I partnered up with for Simple Video Press. So. It's funny how something unrelated went from simple video press. Um, I edited, I was doing some video editing for him and he told me he's launching his podcast. So he wanted me to edit some videos and convert them to audios and, and cause he wants to publish them with a podcast. So, you know, I learned about what's involved in that. That was back in 2013 yeah, end of the, or early 2014. And, um, yeah. So, and then I put, and then I helped him kind of put a, put a workflow together so he can hire, so he can outsource everything. Cause he didn't want to do the work. He wanted to just create the content. Right. Okay. So uh, even the video editing, I didn't want to be doing it. There were about an hour episode. It would take me a lot of time and I wasn't charging him. We were friends, right? I wanted to help him out. Um, so I set up a system where, you know, we got somebody, we outsourced all the video editing. I documented the whole flow. So the the point was I learned about, what's involved in podcasting, how to publish, how to record. Um, and I'm not a huge like on audio guy, but more on like systems and workflows. And Right, and that seems pe- to fall naturally under your project man- management, software engineering background life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically like I'd outline like a couple page document. Here's what you exactly need to do. And we I found somebody, we outsourced it. And, and then, he, you know, things were on autopilot. He was getting his podcast edited and uploaded and the whole system was in place. So anyway, through that experience, I learned a lot about podcasting and he referred me to somebody else to help her set up her podcast from a technical point of view and editing and workflow and production. Mm-hmm. And then and I got referred to somebody else. So, you know, just from all these different clients, I, I learned the different ways that people podcast because podcasting can be done in a lot, a lot of different ways, not, Sure, it's, like it's a YouTube. very personal um, experience. I mean, one person does it different from another. Yeah, and it's it's a different. There's different workflow. There's you know different tools out there. With YouTube, you make a video, you put it on YouTube. That's <laughs> it's very simple in that respect. But podcasting was a lot more complicated. You have PowerPress, you have now Libsyn, and you have all these different services and options for getting a podcast set up. So anyway, I, I got exposed to everything through my experience with Simple Video Press. And then one of the people that I was helping, one of the clients, I guess, helping her with her podcast, 
she knew I was working on that. I just launched Simple Video Press, and she was saying, "Hey, it'd be cool if you can do this for podcasting. This whole automation thing where somebody can upload their video, their audios to, let's say, Lipson or Spreaker or something, any hosting company, and and then all of a sudden, their site is populated with a audio player, and the page is created automatically. So it's a whole automation tool to getting your podcasts onto your website." And and then she took it a step further. She said, you know, it'd be cool if the player was more more mobile friendly because I really hate this. Most people use this power press player. And right. back yeah. then it wasn't as mobile friendly. It's a little play button and you can't click it on mobile. It'd be cool to have buttons so people can subscribe. So she was giving me a lot of input based on what her you know, what her and her clients were wanted. Because she was also a podcast coach. And Great. So we have her to thank for this. Yeah. And she... So she's like, gave me all these ideas and it got me thinking, but I was busy with simple video press. The time wasn't quite right. Oh, okay. Like, so so it didn't happen right away. No, I kind of took some notes. Okay, this is great, great. And then, you know, we launched again. If, if a few weeks later, we opened the doors for simple video press and, you know, more support stuff. And I, you know, I got caught up in the maintenance of simple video press for a few months. And then one just out of the blue, three, three, four months later, she's like, hey, how's that software going? <laughs> <Your, your laughs> she podcast, didn't forget. She didn't forget. I was like, oh, I was kind of embarrassed. I was like, you know, I haven't, you know, now I'm actually just just now I'm freeing up, like mentally freeing up because Simple Video Press was stable. Things are going well. I can, isn't this time for a new project? So one day I just went, I was at my parents, I still remember this day. I was at my parents' house and I had the kids with me and I said, no, they went out the backyard with my mom and they're playing and I sat on the couch. I said, okay, you got to sit down and map this out now. You have one hour, go. <laughs> and I got pulled out my laptop on the couch. I just kind of mapped out how I wanted this, the whole flow of information, how I want the plugin to behave basically. So I drew it all out on paper on, on a little, uh, software i forget what it was called like a block diagram like a mind map like a mind map yeah exactly like a mind map so i mapped it out i want the reviews to come in i want the player to look like this i want these kind of buttons i want whatever i mapped it out i want someone to enter this information and then the rest will happen automatically and Annie, and was, did you give yourself a deadline for this i guess in a, in a way not to, not like to you said one hour i'm like yeah reason why i say one hour is because you know that was 2014 and and my kids are young like they were uh i can't do the math right now but <laughs> that's okay nobody's gonna old. fault you for that yeah it's like they were like two and four probably around that two and five maybe so very hyper and you know, my hands are full with the kids especially on the weekend okay so it's like you know what this is i'm on my parents house i had a babysitter perfect babysitter i just need this one hour of just just quietness just peace and quiet so i can really think and just jot down my ideas because I, I, I think about it all the time like you know i'd be driving and be doing something i'm always thinking but i don't write it down i just needed this one hour to kind of consolidate my ideas and put it down on paper and once you put it once i put it down it took me about an hour i, I didn't figure everything out right naturally I figured yeah. out enough just to know all right i've got something here that's that's worth building. Like, I just, so you didn't I got, give yourself an hour to, I mean, this is it, do or die. If I, if I can't get it done in an hour, then I'm just going to give up on this. You gave, you gave yourself an hour of dedicated time to work on this. 
Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was one hour of, of this is my one hour just to do this. Shut off the phone, shut off all distraction, just get your thoughts onto the computer. That's great. Not a lot yeah. of people do that. Yeah, it's hard to find. Even just one hour. It's, it was hard to find that one hour. But I knew because I only had one hour and the kid's going to walk right back in the house any minute now. <laughs> just go. I was just like almost like unload, downloading all this data from my head onto the computer. Just getting it on paper or on computer. And then it became real. Then I was like, wow, I have something here that's starting to get me excited again, like Simple Video Press did. Okay. So I knew I was onto something. And... um and then I just, yeah, I, once I got it written down, I was able to kind of give more details so I can pass it off to the same developer, actually. So it, this is interesting, Hanny. In hindsight, if you had gotten all your thoughts down and it had an opposite effect on you, if you think that um, it wasn't as exciting as, say, Simple Video Press was, do you think you would have kept going? Um, honestly, probably not. Okay. Um, because I don't know, like simple video press, I had that that excitement for it, and mm -hmm. I loved it. And I was I was in the video space, and and everything, like all my ideas were technically possible, which was a good sign. Like nothing, I wasn't trying to do something impossible. And then I was able to figure out kind of conceptually how to do it, and that to me that was like wow. There's no like once you figure out that it's technically possible just a matter of coding it up then you feel good you're like wow I, I this is gonna come to life like there's nothing there's no reason why it can't come to life and same thing with simple podcast spread but I, I, what i wonder is if i hit obstacles like i wonder if i wanted to implement something and it wasn't technically possible for whatever reason like the apis were not there or, or whatever the reason is like there's no it's not possible. I might have been discouraged. I might have delayed it or said, oh, I'll come back to it later. But I think what happened that day was everything I had in mind to do, mm -hmm. I did a bit of research to see, okay, can I grab all the iTunes reviews? Can I grab, can I get buttons? Can I do the mobile-friendly player? You know, I did a bit of research. I was like, well, okay, all these things are are possible. So I was like, okay, this is good. There's nothing, there's no reason why I can't build this, so yeah, I think if I hit an obstacle and I would have got a little bit discouraged, I it may be, it, I may have delayed it. Maybe I maybe I may have not created it. I don't know. It's hard to say. But Absolutely, I I, but I the, the thing I'm getting from you, Hanny, though, is is that uh, you you found your passion. You found it your passion a third time. It sounds like it sounds like you found it with software engineering, and then that led you into you know um, everything you learned from that. You applied to all your other uh, activities, which kind of led you to your next dream, which was Simple Video Press, which kind of naturally brought you about to finding a third dream. I mean, it seemed like you had a series of small dreams. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Like, I didn't know from the beginning that I wanted to create a WordPress plugin or a WordPress plugin for podcasting. Like, I didn't know all these things, but as you build, as you take action, as you do something towards something that, that you're excited about, uh, you get that done. You know, I wanted to create a blog, a video blog. I did that. I didn't know where I was going with it, but it, it, a couple of years later, it led me into thinking about and creating this simple video press. And that, through some, you know, 
talking about podcasting and video got me building into a podcast person who knows what's going to come out next <laughs> but yeah i think you said it perfectly that you don't really in my case at least i didn't have this dream that i'm going to have this software empire of my own software out there on the internet selling i, I didn't know that i didn't know like right it wasn't there in the beginning it was just build one thing that i was excited about and that opened up another door and i kind of took another step a little bit off tangent and i went in this direction and I was happy about that. I was excited now I was doing this, but um, you, you kind of have to learn and you'll discover what, what, what fits your lifestyle. Well, what fits your, what gets you excited? You'll, you discover that by doing things and trying things. And, and I learned quickly that video editing, even though it was fun to edit my own videos, mm-hmm. I didn't like, I didn't like editing people's videos. <laughs> it was too time consuming. But so, I love how you said that you, it, it, you said that, you know, you you learn by doing and trying things. Yeah, you learn what you like and you learn what you don't like. Yeah. And from you doing and trying things, I mean, I am a beneficiary. A lot of us are a beneficiary of the tools you've created to help. And um, the fact that you get a passion or, or joy from that is awesome. I mean, it's a, it's a great side benefit of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the best part is that I get to do stuff that I'm, that I like doing, and I get, but honestly, I get this, just the reactions, like just the reactions of people um, yeah. using the software, using the tools, what they say, and that just motivates me more to to keep going. Because I'm not doing this for me; I'm I'm doing them for the people using it, right? <laughs> now, guys, if you're listening to this, you got to reach out to Hanny and you know talk to him because you may be the source of the next brilliant adventure invention he comes up with. Yes, I'm always listening. Like how uh, after I took all that feedback from um, for the initial idea of Simple Podcast Press, I started listening. I, I joined a lot of Facebook groups on podcasting and just listen. Like what what do people complain about? Like what do they what do they hate about podcasting? What's frustrating? Um, so I just listened, and I you know I got a lot of a lot of ideas by just listening. Well, we have. I mean, the natural question now, Hanny, is. Uh... Are you going to do your own podcast at this yes, point? Yes, I am. I have it planned in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I need that one hour so I can jot down my ideas. Um, no, I do have one planned. I, I was supposed to launch it before podcast movement, but back in August, it did not work. Um, so my next target is uh, end of September, but that's not looking so good right now because we're <laughs> literally just today, actually, I'm going to push out of one of our biggest updates for simple podcast press and um it's just, it takes a lot of time when you release new features mm-hmm. like new bigger features and uh it's just you know i'd like to you know i have we have like i have a developer working and but i like to spend a couple of days with the software and just really try to break it before it goes out <laughs> and, that's that is a definitely the engineer in you yes i love that part <laughs> i love Try to break it and make sure every single combination of things works. Because I understand how people podcast is yeah. so different for everybody. Um, so yeah, it's been a very tough couple of days. Actually, it's been about a week back and forth. And but the last couple of days have just been a lot of testing and, and fixing bugs. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm think I think I'm gonna be delayed. I was aiming for end of September, but I don't. It's not looking so good right now. But 
I got to set a firm date, but before the end of the year, I, I want it out before the end of the calendar year. And my biggest fear is releasing a podcast that's not, uh, that's going to die out. So I want to make sure I have enough content. Oh, absolutely. Built and in. I don't want to waste people's time. Well, if we've learned anything from this podcast, Hanny, is that if you set your mind to it and you have an hour, I, I'm pretty sure you can make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just need that hour just to sit down and just, you know, I have a lot of ideas. Again, I need to jot them down, <laughs> structure them somewhere so I can just, you know, take a second hour and actually start executing. <laughs> that will be awesome. And uh, do let us know what your podcast is. Be happy to share it with everyone. Um, because I, I, I'm looking forward to see, hearing what it is and what it's going to be because I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm thinking along the lines of um, content marketing tips, like automation tips, marketing tips. I uh, think that's up your alley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like, you know, keep things simple and maybe shorter shorter episodes on video or podcasting and blogging or all three, maybe the combination of all three. So yeah, I haven't nailed it down exactly, but I know it's going to be short. It's going to be a couple times a week and um, it's it's going to be fun for me to, it's, it's a good platform for me to share uh, some of my tips that I've learned over the years. That is awesome. Well, Henny, you know what time it is. It's time for rapid fire. Oh yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, guys, if you are just tuning into the show, rapid fire is the segment where uh, Henny and I play a small little game. He picks a number between one and three. I have topics set to the side and uh, we go back and forth rapidly firing off items that fit into that category. So if it's sports, he and I would go back and forth naming different sports. And so the first person to hesitate or say something obviously wrong or repeat a previous answer is out. Okay. So um, Hanny, your choices are between one and three. All right. Let's do number three. Candy bars. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I should know this. <laughs> Do you eat candy? Uh, I like candy, but the kids eat it usually. Mm. They, they eat my share. <laughs> okay. So for clarity, candy bars means that, you know, Skittles doesn't count. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, I'll go first because I have one. <laughs> my tongue. That might be that might be my only one. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll give you two seconds to think of think of two. Oh man, this is tough. You good? All right. Okay. All right. Ready? Um, Go. Yep. Mars bar. Kit Kit Kat. Snickers. Heath bar. Uh, oh Henry, I think it's a Canadian chocolate bar. Oh, I was like, what? I think um, it's called <laughs> Twix. Uh, bounty. Uh, isn't that a towel tissue? It, no, it's a chocolate. It's a chocolate called Bounty. Bounty? With coconut. Chocolate coconut. Okay. Maybe, maybe um, it's a Canadian thing again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Uh, mound bar. Oh. Is that it? You got nothing? Uh, Three, two, kinder, one. Kinder, kinder surprise? Is that legit? It's on the edge. It's not quite a bar. It's more like an egg. No, see, look at you. All right, all right. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a valiant effort, though. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for playing. That was awesome. No problem. That was fun. <laughs> you did pretty good. 
I think I did better than last time we tried this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, you did. But um, Henny, do you have any last thing? Oh, before we before we get to your corner, this is actually the segment which is kind of your corner. What is one thing that you would recommend to a dream chaser? It can be anything, a quote, a book, a song, uh, a person to look up to, anything. Sky's the limit. What would you do? Um, I would recommend just taking action, taking small action, like taking small steps forward towards something, even though you're not sure that's the right path or not, but just taking action, moving forward and steering as you need to. If you, if you don't find you're not quite going the right way, steer. But if you just stand still, you're not going to get anywhere. I love that. I love that. And and if we look at your story, um, we can see that there are small actions and you've had many dreams from that. And that's awesome. So thank you once again, Hanny, for joining us and sharing your story. I appreciate it so much. And we look forward to seeing more of your dream chase in the future. All right. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for having me on. Thank you once again to Hanny Mora for showing up and sharing his dream chase story. I really wanted you guys to hear that because sometimes we think our dreams have to be one big dream and that's not always the case. If you do have only one big dream, cool, good for you, but you can also have small dreams and sometimes those small dreams will lead to new dreams just like Hanny. He had one dream that led to another dream and as he was doing that dream it got another dream and who knows how many more Hanny will have. So you can have any combination of dreams, a big dream, small dreams, big and small dreams, it doesn't matter. The important part is that you guys dream and that you keep chasing those dreams. Okay, because just dreaming doesn't do it. You got to actually chase for it like Hanny did. So on the next episode of Chasing Dreams, we're going to talk to Bindu Mathai, who is a esthetician and makeup artist who, despite the norms of her community, chased her own dream and is now a proud owner of her own spa. And so we're going to talk with her on the next episode. Until then, thank you guys so much for rating and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. We really appreciate it. it I'm overwhelmed by how well things are going. And I hope you will let me know if there's anything you need or would like to see. I'm always open to feedback. We're just, this is an evolving show. And so without your feedback, I won't know. And so I'm just going to keep guessing and hope I get it right. So until then, please go back, listen to some of the older episodes. Subscribe, rate, review, share the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Or leave a comment on her website, ChasingDreamsHQ.com. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then... Keep chasing.